Hey, stranger, how you been? Man, I don't know. I have my fingers crossed and my toes crossed, hoping that this stupid episode actually works. Bro, I got my pubic hair crossed right now. I think I think that means lucky stuff. Um, we're back, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> um, first and foremost to all the fans out there that have been texting us, hitting us up on the streets. Hey, when's the next episode? When's the next episode? Thank you for your patience. Um, it's literally been a month since we've been able to do this. We've had technical difficulty. We've had three episodes recorded and just stuff didn't go well. We've had family issues, life issues, everything that could hit us at one time. It's been thrown at us, but you know what? We're swinging for the fences and here we are. Yeah. Um, uh, we fired the IT guy. We found a new pediatrician. And, uh, <laughs> we switched toilet paper. Yes. Ridiculous. <laughs> Man. Um, so my new intern, cause the other intern got fired for lack of, working right if you want to call it that um so i've been looking to make a little side hustle because everybody wants to do a little side hustle here and there right make a little bit of extra money well have you ever heard of a thing called the uh the dark web uh yeah scares the shit out of me dude i want to know how that first off how that was created because of the fact like somebody was bored one day and like man i'm tired of doing legal stuff on the internet let's right. do some illegal shit on the internet yeah so I don't fully understand it. And uh, for the most part, anything that I know about it is just like over sensationalized drama. Yes. Scares me enough that I don't want to touch it. So I don't I, know. The main story that comes to mind is somebody was on the dark web searching something and like a message popped up and they said, Hey, blah, blah, blah. We know who you are. We know where you live and here's your social security number. Log out and never come back again. So I'm like, uh, fuck that. Well, I mean, I'm not very tech savvy, but from my understanding, anybody can do that even on normal internet and just grab somebody's IP address and get all the information you want. I mean, but I guess I'm not smart enough to know how to do all that stuff. I've come across videos on YouTube to where people order mystery boxes off the dark web, which first off, why you would want to do that blows me away. But like they would get these like GPS coordinates and they have to go there and there's like this bloody box in the middle of a field or underneath a ditch or something. And then they open it up and it has like Barbie dolls, severed heads and like cat skins and stuff like that. I'm like, why? What does this excite you? Is your life this boring to where you need this? No. That's scary as fuck. So I bought a box the other day. And <laughs> um, There's no way in hell if I purchase something on the dark fucking web, right? And they said, hey, person, I don't know. Thank you for sending me $50, $75, $100, whatever. Go to this remote location and check out the box that you bought. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I paid you $100. Well, you know, I was about to say ship that shit to my house, but wait a minute. Yeah. I don't want you to know. Where I, well, it's the dark web. They fucking know everything anyway. That's I don't true. know. I just think it's probably not a good idea. Like, I dabble in a lot of things. This is not something that I fuck with. Well, uh, my topic of choice or the intern's choice, you may want to dabble into. Maybe. I don't know where your head's at today. But I found out how much you can sell your body parts, mainly your organs for on the, uh, the dark web on the black market. What? So I thought that that doesn't interest like you. A, well, I thought they were in like a donor database. 
And like they're supposed to go to people that like are on the transplant list, no? Well, I mean, if if you need it in a hurry, it's kind of like um, like Amazon Prime. Like if if you need a liver in two days instead of two years, boom, here you go. So um, then, what you're saying is, is that it's expensive as hell. Uh, some of the stuff, yeah, but I'm gonna go through the list pretty quickly, and I want to see what you're willing to sell. Okay. All right. Um, those of y'all who are listening, comment below or in some type of fashion, let us know what you would sell. I mean, probably only things that you have two of, correct? I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I except know. maybe like your eye. Okay. Well, anyway, hit the, it up. That, that starts it off for the set, for a pair of eyes. One thousand cents. giving up a set of eyes? Somebody who just doesn't want to see bullshit anymore. I don't I'm know. I'm so tired of television. Tindrum. I'm so tired of seeing titties. I'm just oh, taking. I've watched too much porn. <laughs> I've hit the end of Pornhub. There is no more. <laughs> I don't need these anymore. <laughs> For a set of eyes, one thousand seven hundred and eighty-eight dollars. Which that's to a me, shitty price. That's a very shitty price. Now this, the numbers I found were from 2012, and I found the inflation up to 2021, and I want to say it was like. 12 or 17 percent i don't remember but i did the math it's pretty accurate it's um still pretty shitty you know like i feel like if you were dealing person to person mm-hmm. right like say say you're like you know what fuck these eyes i don't need them anymore and you went to a blind dude i bet you he pays more than 1700 dollars. do you think the color of eyes costs more like baby blue eyes Ooh. well so apparently the most rare color of eye is green i was just about to say that so maybe you would realistic Halloween decoration ever. <laughs> Why the hey, f- honey, did you see Gary's yard? That looked like a real skull out there. Was that a real skeleton? I don't know. He did a really good job with it. Well, yeah, it'd be like, uh, hey, uh, so what happened to Phil? <laughs> well, you know, the cancer got him, but he really he donated his skull to my Halloween collection. <laughs> How <weird is> that? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So that skull that I touched over there, that's that's real? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Phil. Yeah, you see those films in there? Halloween parties. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking terrible. Uh, this one I don't know. What's understand. the high dollar stuff? The high dollar stuff. Your, your yeah, heart, what's changing my life? Your heart's at 160000 and your I need that one, though. Your liver is... Uh, he knows the way. How bad is the scar from like a kidney transplant? I don't know. You just lay in a bath of ice for, I don't know, a couple of days. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works. Oh. <laughs> what? Okay, this goes into another way. So let's just say like you do, you're you're down on your luck. You're going to sell an organ. You choose a kidney. Are you going to do it yourself or are you going to pay somebody to remove it for you? Cause you Man, you, that's a weird question because like, are you really going to trust somebody? But you're not going to go to any licensed doctor. Nobody's going to do that. Your insurance isn't going to cover that. No. So, um, I mean, how do you do it yourself? You can't cut yourself open. I'm sure there's a YouTube video on it. YouTube has everything. Yeah, but you can't use like local anesthetic. (laughs) Whiskey, whiskey or vodka. Choose your poison. Is this the fucking civil war now? Yep. Jesus Christ. I got shot in the forearm. Cut it off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that we've gotten yeah, well, into that. Uh, the kidney sounds like it changes your life in more ways than one, I guess. What about, so you can sell, uh, was it per square inch of your skin at $11 and 75 cents. 
Oh, that's not even worth it. I feel like I'm reading off a shopping list for serial killers. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe you are. Maybe it's from like Choppers R Us or some shit. Choppers R Us. <laughs> I don't know. That's that, that whole topic is weird. It weirds me out. And then you started it by talking about the dark web. So I'm just like, nah, what does Ed do when mm. we're not online? Because I wonder what your certain, you know what? I don't wonder what your search history is. I don't even want to know. We could make some type of bet to where we show our search history to the viewers. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> well, you know what? I probably could. Mine's clear. I just deleted mine. Well, yeah. Isn't that what any normal human does? They delete it? Would you want to search your mom's search history or your dad's search history? Oh, my dad's. With them sitting there? That's fine. And questioning them about every search? Because I think it would be really strange <laughs> to see what my mom searches. I'm not even going to venture into like you know any possibilities, anything in that realm. I'm not even going to touch it. <laughs> you don't even want to know, do you? Not even close. No, because like, not even. Gonna, you know what? Nope. I was going to make a comment. I'm not. No, save that one for for the uh, dark web. Oh yeah. Um, you ready, man? Dude, I've been ready. I've been fucking ready. Let's do this shit. Oh yeah. Hit it. Woo! What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Two Want to Be Athletes Talk Sports. I'm Ed. I'm Zach. And here we are again, assholes. It's been a long hiatus, but you know what? You waited. We're here. Let's hope this works. Oh, yeah. Um, so in our absence over time, we have missed out on a lot of key things that happen in the sports world. Uh, NBA finals have been crazy. Baseball news with wins and controversy. Uh, football, we finally saw something with Julio Jones go somewhere. And let's go ahead and start off with that, um, as predicted by me. If those yeah, y'all go remember. Ahead, go ahead. Jerk yourself off. Whatever. I called uh, Julio Jones going to Tennessee Titans, which he did. And um, now, to me, that is probably one of the best offenses in the league right now. The only downfall to that team is the defense. Ryan Tannehill is going to have to step up big time and be like this supreme god that people thought he was going to be coming out of A&M. Yeah, it puts a lot of pressure on him when you when you surround an offensive or when you surround a quarterback with a bunch of offensive talent. It puts a lot of stress and a lot of strain on that quarterback. You get to really see what that quarterback is worth. Um, apparently, Tennessee they think he's worth a little bit of money because they they signed him to a big big contract after they made the AFC championship game. So uh, we'll have to see what happens. But, I mean, was he really, like, a touted quarterback when he came out of A&M? Because I don't really remember him being, like, that big a deal. Honestly, I don't even remember him playing at A&M. But if you talk to any Aggie fan, they – they well, granted, they're on Aggie players – Nutsacks like nothing. Right. Um, they could tell you the stats of the water boy probably. <laughs> um, but I don't know, man. I, I, he's, he's good enough for that team apparently because they've gone to the playoffs for the past two seasons that he's been with them. Uh, they almost made it to the Super Bowl. Um, 
again, you can't put a lot of it on him. Derrick Henry is just a complete monster. But to me, this is a make-or-break season for Ryan Tannehill because if you have all this greatness around you and you can't perform at an elite level, um, you don't deserve to be on that team. Right. Um, this is when if you don't make the playoffs this year or you don't you don't perform in the playoffs this year, this is when a team starts looking to replace your ass. Absolutely. Dude, could you imagine like I think Mariota got the shaft. If you put him on this team, do you think we see a better Mariota? I mean, I think inherently, yeah. I think any quarterback that is currently on an NFL roster would look better with uh, you know, a, a pro bowl tight end an all pro running back and now two all pro wide receivers. Um, yeah. I think instantaneously anyone would look better, but do I think that Mariota would be better than what Tannehill has been able to do? I'm I'm not sold on that completely. Cause I feel like if he, if he could have, he would have showed that even in individual drills. Right. He didn't. So, so no, I mean, we did see a couple flash performances from Marcus Mariota in uh, Oakland, Las Vegas, whatever. But um, I'm very leery of um, showing out, like quarterbacks that show out in this one starting performance because the defense really isn't prepared for him. Not not to say that Mariota is like a you know a huge threat or anything. And then for the most part, defenses just try to play more vanilla. They don't really disguise stuff as well. They just try to play straight up and and just hope that their guys are better than your guys. And every once in a while, these guys have a breakout performance. And, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of it must have been like seven or eight years ago, Matt Flynn for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers was out. Matt Flynn threw seven touchdown passes. Yeah. Who's Matt Flynn? Yeah, nobody now. I don't know. So – Stuff like that happens a lot, and, you know, in today's media when everything is hyped up and sensationalized, you know, people are saying, well, Mariota should be starting somewhere. I mean, if he was going to start somewhere, somebody would have talked up the, the Raiders to try to trade for him. So, Well, I mean, there was talks about him prior to New England re-signing Cam, uh, Mariota getting traded to New England, but, I mean, apparently that didn't go through. Well, and that, um, that might have been something that was revisited after the draft had they not drafted Mac Jones. Right. So, you know, and or it could have happened even if they drafted Mac Jones and it turned out Mac Jones couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. But it turns out kid's pretty accurate, you know, he's while actually, he's wearing shorts and T-shirt. So we'll see what happens. Looking like a used car salesman on draft day. <laughs> yeah, dude. And, you know, like I feel for Mac Jones because they did all those body shaming photos. <laughs> They're like, one of these guys is a supreme athlete and the other guy just won the national title. It's like, bitch. How does that work? Like, he looks like, honestly, he looks like me without a shirt on. So, I'm not really going to knock that guy. I kind of feel like I have to root for him, even though he's a Patriot. I feel like if I didn't know who he was and you show me those pictures, I would think his name is Gil, and he likes to tell dad jokes while wearing white New Balances all the time. You know what? I like him already. Oh, my God. (laughs) And he wears the old school fanny pack with the flip sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. probably a little too far, but I, I still want to hang out with him. Um, some good dad jokes. Back to uh, Tannehill, looking at his stats for last year. Last year was one of the best years with the exception of yardage. 
that he had. He threw for 33 touchdowns, which was the highest of his career. Seven interceptions, which is second lowest of his career to the previous year of six. Had a QBR of 78.3, which was the highest of his uh, career since he came in the league in 2012. So he stepped up some with what he had, and that's even with Derrick Henry running for over 2,000 yards. So now – If you look into those stats a little bit further – Johnu Smith had a breakout year. Yes. I saw a little bit of it at the end of last season. Um, I had him on my dynasty roster and I dropped him. So he was a casualty for the, uh, for the draft. So I dropped him like an idiot, but then this year he went off. So, I mean, that is a product obviously of the running game. It's a product of Johnu Smith working in the off season. It's a product of Ryan Tannehill, just being able to find him, read the defense and get the ball to him. I mean, 33, 33 touchdowns to seven interceptions. That's that's pretty damn good. How many yards did he throw for? 38-19. Yeah, so that's a little bit low. But like you said, Derrick Henry rushed for 2,000 yards. Right, so, but still throwing for 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions. The highest yardage he's ever had was in 15 with 4208. Yeah. And he was 24-12 and 12 on touchdown interceptions. Yeah, so then he's technically gotten better as Derrick Henry has gotten better. Yep. So um, the, the question mark for them is Derrick Henry had a lot of carries at Alabama yep. and then disappeared when he came to the NFL at first. And then the last couple of years, he's had a resurgence, but he's had over 300 carries back-to-back seasons. Yeah. So the worry here is, is this the start of the decline? Because I, you know what, now that I'm saying that, I don't even know his age, but he's getting closer to 30. He's that's for 27 sure. years old. Okay, He's so, been in the league for five years. Yeah. So I mean, this is the this is the time where you start to see that toll on his body. He could be he could be he has two more years. I don't know. But the last couple of running backs that we saw that had three hundred plus carries in back to back seasons were nothing the following season. This is true. Um, um, now I'm not saying that he's not built because when you look at Derrick Henry, he's not built like the other running backs that did all this. He's built like a freaking tank. Oh, dude. Have so, you watched his workout regimen? I mean, no, It's insane. I, I would. I feel like I would get fatigued just watching it. You know, I, I, I couldn't even imagine Derrick Henry and DK Metcalf working out in the same gym. Oh. That, I, I would never want to work out again. The gym would explode. No, it would be ridiculous. Those like they, two guys are – They would run out of weight. They're just, they're just built different, man. Those guys are just insane. So – I don't want to say that Derrick Henry can't support the load because he looks like he can, right? But I also don't I, I don't want to go against like the the history of the NFL where we know these guys just get beat down. It's just eventually your body succumbs to being in a car wreck every thirty seconds, you know? Yeah, but we're we're in a, a different time right now with technology and health and training and um what do they call it? rehab to where these doctors and trainers know how to heal the body in a different way where it's a lot quicker and you come back stronger and you're not looking at, I mean, look how people are now with torn ACLs. Like you remember back in the day that used to be a big problem. And now you look at it and you see people who have both their ACLs blown out, but they come back and they're still running as fast as ever jumping and doing everything else. Like they were like, that's a thing in the past, man. So um, in the event that this beast gets injured, I don't, as long as it's not like his leg breaking in half, I, I could see him coming back probably within the season or yeah. next season and being just a complete monster. 
The only thing that, that I think about, like when we talk about medical advances and stuff, I wonder like what Bo Jackson's career would have been like, you know, had, because back then they didn't even think he injured himself the way that he did because they didn't think it was physically possible. And it turns out he was just so strong that he broke his hip in a, or he broke that hip socket in a way that they didn't think was possible. Yeah. So I wonder if like with today's medical advances, if they would have seen it and they could have fixed it, we could have seen what Bo Jackson would have been in the NFL. Anyway, that's just something I always think about, like, you know, that or like King Griffey Jr., you know, guys that were monsters in their, in their sport, but injury kind of took away from a lot of what they could do. So take any player from any sport from back in the day and put them in today with today's technology and healthcare and everything. Who do you think would just put up like insane fucking numbers? Wilt Chamberlain. Really? Yeah. He would win every MVP every year that he played. That guy is ridiculous. I, like, cause a lot of people think, Oh, he was just, you know, a really big, tall, strong black guy playing with a bunch of like little white guys. That's not true. Right. He dominated, but he dominated in an era where there was no three point shot. Um, you know, there was no, there was no answer for a guy, his size. The only, yeah, the only equalizer is that like, you could foul him, but I don't even know like, if you fouled him, he still made his, his free throws. So it didn't even matter. Right, the guy was just he was he was LeBron James, but like way back before anybody would ever even think that basketball players could be that big. That's true. Because I don't remember how tall he was, but that guy dominated. I mean, he obviously everybody knows he scored a hundred points, whatever. Um, but like there are rumors that he ran a uh, four five forty. Right? Really? He had like a 48-inch vertical. Damn. Like all kinds of crazy stuff. Now, back then, they couldn't test it properly. Well, they they could they didn't test it as accurately, I guess, as they do today, right? When you watch the NFL Combine, it looks like you're testing these kids to go into space for NASA, right? <laughs> how accurate this shit is. But, yeah, like this says that uh, Will Chamberlain's his vertical was 48 inches. Damn. I realize that's four fucking feet, right? And he was what, seven foot? I think he he was just over seven foot. Seven, yeah, seven foot one. So he's seven foot one and he could jump four feet off the ground. So your your arms are typically what half your body height? Something like that, yeah. Right? I'm so not a doctor. if he puts his hand up, he's already at eleven feet. That's insane. And now he can jump up to fifteen feet? Jesus Christ. So, you know, and and he just he was just a big dude, man. Like he was, yeah. He's seven one, yeah, four five forty, and he was two hundred and seventy-one pounds. Bonkers. Right? So like if you put him up against anybody in the NBA today, is there anybody that can stop him? No. No. Who's the closest person to seven foot tall? <sighs> like Kevin Durant is he's six six or six seven. Uh uh, the who's the Porzingis guy? What's his name? Yeah, I, I think he's tall. Uh, I'm looking it up now since yeah. I'm tall NBA, but <clears throat> um, 
the tallest player right now. Oh, that's that Taco Fall. That, oh uh, yeah, but that's Taco. That guy's a freak, and he's not really that great a player. He's not, but so, the the fans fucking love him too. Seven foot two. Yeah. Or uh, that's another one. Uh, Ball Ball. He stands oh. at seven two. I'm looking up how many people are seven foot in the NBA right now. So okay. Clint Capella, mm-hmm. you think he stops Will Chamberlain? Uh, his defense, maybe. He's pretty damn good on defense. Okay, so you're a but, homer. I'm going to say that, <laughs> no, that's not happening. Um, DeAndre Jordan? No. No. Uh, Mason Plumley, No. No. DeMarcus Cousins? Christian Wood? DeMarcus Cousins before his Achilles injuries? Okay, maybe. Let's, let's say every player in their prime. Okay. Um right? Um, I'm I'm going through these names here, and I don't see anybody. Yeah, worth the shit. I'm I'm with you on that. Porzingis, maybe, but I mean, he's he might be tall, right? But he's not. He don't have enough body. Well, I mean, even look at Wilt though. Wilt was a string bean, but I mean, he still had the power for it. At who? Wilt. No, Wilt Chamberlain wasn't a string bean. He's two hundred seventy-five pounds. He's also seven foot one. Like, that's... yeah. How much are you supposed to weigh? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm, I'm a doc. I'm a doctor like Doctor Pepper's a doctor. I say, yeah. I stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I'm just the only person I think that would give him a run for his money might be Shaq. Ooh. But I don't think Shaq was quick enough with his feet. That's you know, well. I mean, Shaq when he was young, maybe. Like I'm at, trying to think. Like when he played with the Orlando Magic, look how he handled Yao. Now, granted, Yao moved slow, but I mean, Yao and him had some pretty good battles. They had some uh, great matches. Uh, Olajuwon <clears throat> and and him had some. Pretty yes, Olajuwon like was just so good with his feet, and that that right there. That's why I feel like Wilt Chamberlain would dominate. Because his feet were so much better than anybody else. I think I'm going to have to agree with you on that. So, all right. Well, then let's play the game where we go with any sport, right? So, NBA, we say Wilt Chamberlain. I guess we both agree with that. I I want to go with Wilt, but you know me. I'm a Jordan fan. I want to know, like, if Jordan was in this era, would he well, actually, would he I, actually I mean, dominate? I don't doubt that. I mean, I feel like Jordan probably would dominate. I mean – I know that people don't like to compare players, but I mean, look at how how much Kobe dominated when he wanted to. He he could take over games. Jordan and Kobe have very similar games. That is very true. You know, yeah. so that, that's why I get tired of these comparisons of uh, uh, LeBron James to Michael Jordan. They're not the same player. Well, LeBron right? LeBron has the ability, which we saw in many games going through the playoffs and the finals, where. When he needs to step up and take over and lead the team, he can do it just like Kobe and Jordan could. Right, but, but I feel like in his his taking over of the game, he still makes the correct like NBA IQ play, right? right? So like, yeah, he can take over a game and he feels like he can drive on anybody, but it's not always the high percentage shot as opposed to driving, finding a double or triple team sometimes and kicking the ball out to a guy who's got a wide open shot you know, like that's what Magic Johnson did. Yeah. Right. And so I feel like if you're going to compare players, Jordan and Kobe, those are very similar guys. They play the exact same way. Magic and, and LeBron 
they're they're pretty close in size and they're both very high IQ players. Yeah. And so I feel like then if you if you change it, then you you would compare Wilt Chamberlain to Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I'm with you on that. The, the difference would be both players would do whatever they had to do to make their team win. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar does it more with finesse and defense, and Wilt does it more with defense and dominance, right? Yeah. And so they're very similar, but they're very different. I, I don't know. I'm not an NBA master, but I just feel like Wilt Chamberlain would dominate today. But what about uh, anybody in the NFL you think from old school players would dominate today? Even though, like, just off the top of the head, he dominated in his position when he was there for the short time, I would go with Barry Sanders. Okay. I think I, I think Barry Sanders would just light this this league up even more. I mean, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not opposed to that. I mean, we saw like the success that a Darren Sproles had in the NFL, yeah. you know, and now with the adaptation of the NFL offenses to where you're throwing the ball to the running back out of the backfield. I mean, I feel like Barry Sanders would crush that. I'm, you know what? I, I like the Barry Sanders pick. I'm going to retract it though. I'm going to go with Dan Marino. I think Dan Marino with, with how the league has become more quarterback friendly as far as the rules. um, I think we would see even higher numbers from Dan Marino in this today's league. I, I do not disagree with you at all there. I think Dan Reno is is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, if not the greatest quarterback of all time, just because he doesn't get the recognition from like people of our generation, I feel like, because he never won a Super Bowl. So right. it's odd <clears throat> excuse me, it's odd to hear somebody like Dan Marino get passed up or just not even mentioned because our generation doesn't recognize him because he doesn't have hardware. Well, um, I, I, a lot of true fans that I've talked to, they, they've forgotten about Dan Marino because of the fact he was part of that lawsuit towards the NFL because of the concussions and stuff like that. True. Um, and once his record started getting broken by Manning and Brady and Breeze and like – he was just kind of pushed to the sidelines and yeah. people, a lot of people don't want to go back in history and watch old film to see how great some of the guys that we grew up with really were. Um, granted it was a different game then, but it was more ruthless game. It was a lot harder hitting. And um, I mean, uh, Joe Montana was dominating in, in San Francisco, got hit in the back. They thought he would never play again. They went with Steve young and they went to Kansas city and he went to the playoffs there multiple times, yep. right? So, I mean, had he not taken that hit, what would he have done in San Francisco? You know what I mean? That's another one. You put Joe Montana in today's league. That You put him, Elway. Hell, I'll even go with Brett Favre. And Brett Favre's only been retired for – I was going to bring up a point with those guys, John Elway and, and Brett Favre. Those were guys that relied a lot on their arm strength to yep. do things. I honestly feel like slightly that if you put Brett Favre in today's league, I feel like he would throw more interceptions. Probably. Because you would you would give him more time in the pocket, right? Or or he would like you wouldn't be able to just completely crunch him, right? Plus his wide receivers wouldn't be getting hit across the middle. So I wonder if he would try to like fit it tighter into windows and end up getting like more tips and stuff. Right. 
um, because he threw the ball so damn hard that like one tip, now it's traveling 30 yards down the field and like the strong or the free safety is just waiting out there to catch it. You know, I don't know. Um, I, I want to say Elway would probably, he, he would benefit in some ways, but then he might cause, he might throw more interceptions just because he had more time. I don't really know. Um, but yeah, like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady benefited from all these. What about Steve McNair? Steve McNair got crunched all the time. And yeah. if every time he got hit in the legs, it was a 15 yard penalty. They'd stop hitting him. True. And maybe he would have done better, you know, or like Warren moon, Warren moon was great. And but, you know, he still it, had to deal with getting crunched. What about Donovan? You think McNabb would be? I think he's another one of those quarterbacks that just kind of gets brushed to the side because he never won a Super Bowl. He was that at the dance. Was great. Like he never. It wasn't because of his fault they lost a Super Bowl. You know. Right. So uh, I'm trying but, to find. So apparently, Pro Football Reference only goes back to 2018 for time in the pocket. Okay. Um, and 2018. Cole Beasley led the league with 5.1, 5.1 seconds. Yeah, what the, uh, they they did a trick play in Dallas. I was gonna say he didn't he shouldn't have enough stats to, or enough snaps to qualify for that stat. Um, apparently they should he have does. like a limit. Dude, Odell like, Beckham Jr. is on here. He only threw the ball like three times. Larry Fitzgerald's in here. Oh, good God! Emmanuel Sanders. Um, when he's, you get, he's the first quarterback. Um. Jared Goff at 2.6. Really? Yeah. So, quarterback-wise, he led the league. Well, so, okay. So, does it tell you how they calculate time in the pocket? Uh, let's see. Uh, average time the QB had in the pocket, snaps uh, between the snap and throwing the ball, or pressure collapses the pocket per second. Okay. So, that also involves throwing the ball really quickly. Yes. Well, that's basically the offense in LA. Yeah. They just they run a pick play or they run a crossing route and throw the ball. So that's kind of a deceptive stat. Yeah. I don't like that. Because I want to say last year was uh Baker Mayfield who led the league. Let's okay. see. Oh. Um do I don't know. Well, I'm gonna see I how made a little bit of money. I'm, I'm gonna see how it goes after the uh, after the 24th, and might be selling. I think a lot of people are gonna do that, and we'll just I, have to keep our finger on the sell button. Right. Um, again, we are not financial experts. That's just something that yeah. came across our desk, and we're dabbling in. So we're taking the risk. You uh, do what you want. Me with for uh, for uh, disclaimer disclaimer stuff. Uh, two want to be athletes stock sports is not a stock trading sympathy and uh, you do not get to sue us if you lose money because the stock market is a game it's gambling it's kind of like a slot machine uh, good luck buy at your own risk yeah but yeah i'm i'm looking at it i'm making money man so i guess i'm i'm happy now oh <sighs> but anyway you know what else makes me happy titties these guys. I need to move my hands the right way. These guys right here. The Them Houston Astros. Astros now have the best record in the American League. How about them Stros, man? And they just swept 
the Chicago White Sox, who came in with the best record in the American League. So, suck it, Chicago. Dude, with their late-inning hits recently, home run after home run after home run after walk-off double by Jordan the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, Dude, they – no trash cans needed. Um, And that's that's the most irritating part, I think. It, is it they never needed to do that, but they did it anyway. But here's my thing, especially Astros fans, get over it. Like, quit bringing up like this. Oh well, everybody else is doing it. Stop it! All right, right it's yeah, over. That with. drives me insane. And these fan, these other fans of teams, especially Yankees fans, are just talking all kinds of shit. And like, get over it. All right, nothing's gonna happen. They're not taking the, the championship the away. But the, the latest I heard about uh, the the cheating shit uh, is that, like, Yankee fans think that they got cheated in 2017 also. I mean, 2000, right. 2019 also. It's like, right. no, that's not – none of that happened. But, I mean, there are a bunch of reports that, like, like we said, the cheating stuff, it came from New York. It came from uh, Carlos Beltran. Like, we all said that all along, but it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to listen. So there's no point in spouting it off because nobody cares. Well, I mean, people do care if the evidence comes out that cheating was taking place, right? I don't think so, man. I don't think MLB even gives it. Oh, I I think you're right on that part. I think MLB is just ready to sweep. Hey, we punish the one team that we don't give a shit about. Anyway. I I agree with you on that. I mean. The oh, ML- oh, oh. MLB. Yeah, I just nobody's gonna care. The MLB doesn't give a shit. Like it's all it's gonna be is like fuel to, um, like you know people on Facebook to have arguments or or people that are gonna get on like you know Yankee talk or Astros talk or whatever. And then it gives the the pundits on the radio some bullshit to talk about. But other than that, nope, nothing's gonna happen. You think MLB is going to come out and suspend anybody, or they're going to come out and and you know find anybody else? No, well, they're done with it. So th- here's a prime example of it. And I sent you the article that came up a couple of days ago. A gentleman by the name of Ryan Spader. Uh, he's an author and he's a guest uh, star on MLB Network every now and then. He came out and says that he has talked to very source or respectable people and listed off teams that have been cheating all the way back from when Kansas city won their world series doing the same exact thing as the Astros. Well, yesterday, I believe it was, he retracted all his statements as, Oh no, 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 never mind. I, I, I don't know what I was talking about. So I don't know if that's MLB coming out and pressuring him or if somebody called him out on his bullshit and he was like, Oh, never mind. I don't, I don't have anything on this, but like, it's weird, what, right? It, it is weird, but what difference does it make? Like, are baseball fans going to look at their teams different? Now, granted, we've seen Astros fans leave because of the fact of the cheating scandal, right? To me, those were yeah. bandwagon jumpers anyways, and they were only for the ride when they go to the playoffs or win the World Series, whatever. Right. But, like, you're true diehard baseball fans. Do you think a true diehard Yankee fan, if it comes out that the Yankees have been cheating for every World Series that they won, do you think they're going to come out and be like, oh, well, I'm not a Yankees fan anymore? No. Now, I will say that they're, they're like the baseball purists, mm-hmm. there will always be a few that leave, right? Based on – it depends on like how they're, how they're found cheating. 
Mm-hmm. If if they're found doing the exact same thing that the Astros were doing with cameras and, and relaying it to the hitter live, then you'll have a few that'll be like, this is bullshit. And knowing Yankee fans, they won't watch baseball ever again. They'll just say, well, if the Yankees are doing it, everyone's doing it. I'm not watching the sport. Well, and I think that's what scares the MLB yeah. is that if enough evidence does come out to show that multiple teams are cheating in some form or fashion, ratings are already low as it is. It's going to get even lower, and it might be the death of baseball. Right, and so that's why Major League Baseball is scared because they just signed a bunch of TV contracts, and if they start losing viewership, then they're going to lose. Like the the next time they come to the table, those contracts aren't going to be as big. So, do, do yeah, you think? That's what uh, worried about. Do you think uh, the commissioner for baseball I can't even think of his name right now, Maldred or? Uh, uh, Manfred. Manfred. Do you think he's doing a piss-poor job? I don't know. That's tough. Um, yes and no. Um, if you if you look at it objectively, like MLB is your company, mm-hmm. and you, you have to take care of your company, um, he's doing a decent job. Um, I, I feel like he has to protect – MLB, no matter what. And yeah, if you get to the point now where, okay, so if 2015, the Royals were cheating, Mm -hmm. right? And we already know Astros got popped for 17 and the Red Sox got popped for 18, right? So now you have a possibility of basically four World Series championships in a row are tainted. Now Mm -hmm. we haven't heard anything about 2016, so we don't know yet. But if in 2015, the Royals were doing it, and in 2017, the Astros were doing it. You can almost guarantee that it happened all the way up until uh, 2018 when they sent out the memo, or 2019, I mean, where they sent out the memo, this isn't going to happen again. Everyone needs to stop doing this, blah, 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 right? So you can basically just assume four of your four of your championships are tainted. Yeah. So if you're Major League Baseball, do you want your fans to know that? Well, how are the fans reacting right now to the whole spider tag with the whole substance on the pitcher's gloves, right? Like we're seeing more of pitchers getting pissed off about this than anything. Well, and hell, even some pitchers have come out and said that they're injured. They got injured because they couldn't use pine tar or whatever. Which is a stupid excuse. Well, I mean, I, I'm, you know me, my, my mindset is if one player can use it, every player should be able to use it. But my and whole so right now, your your hitters are able to use it. Why can't a pitcher use it? Because of the fact, like if you were you're a professional pitcher, if you were relying on a substance to make you great, then you're not that good. You don't deserve to be in the so, league. You're not relying on a substance to make you great. You're relying on a substance to make you more consistent. That's a problem. Well, okay. So then, then take away pine. That's what I'm saying. So then, take it all out of the game. I have no problem with that. Okay, well, they're not going to do that, is my point. Okay. They won't take it away from hitters because they don't want batters to lose grip on the bat. Then develop better grip strength. They have exercises and things you can do for that. I'm, I'm with you, but what I'm saying is, is that do you think Major League Baseball is going to come out and say, you know what, tomorrow, no more pine tar? No, they're not going to say that. And, I mean, they already give you a rosin bag. What's the point of the rosin bag? Right. Right. So my thing is rosin maybe is outdated, 
right? Maybe they need to use pine tar. And my thing is, is I'm all for, if you're going to say you're about player safety, Mm -hmm. then this is about player safety to me, right? You want them to be able to hold on the bat so they don't sling it into the stands. Well, they don't have to worry about that anymore because they got nets. Yeah. Right. So that's not going to happen. So then it's, well, we don't want him to sling a bat into the, into the dugout. Okay. So then it's player safety. So that's your reason to keep pine tar. Well, if I throw an 86 mile an hour slide, not me, cause I can't do that, but <laughs> I throw an 86 mile an hour slider and it pops out the top of my hand and hits a guy in the face. Right. Cause I couldn't use pine tar. Right. Who cares if I get more spin rate on the baseball? Mm-hmm. Right. I, I understand that it gives the pitcher an advantage and I understand that it makes the ball break more. I get all that. But it also allows the pitcher to control it better. And so if he can control it better and not hit a batter, I'm all for it. Because yeah, But you just, you just explained how using that changes the dynamic of the ball itself. Right. Which, but what I'm is if he goes to the rosin bag and it does the same thing, what does it matter? There, I think there's a huge difference in that because the rosin bag, we've already seen players get away from it because they don't feel like it's helping them enough. Well, but what I'm saying is, like, okay, so they want to speed up the game, but the pitcher wants to keep a good grip on the baseball. So what if, what if after every pitch, the pitcher goes to the rosin bag? We okay with that? I'd be more happy if they just make it a pitch machine. <laughs> no, I, I'm coach's I, pitch. <laughs> yeah, that's what they need to do. T-ball the coach out there. Dude, could you imagine if MLB players played T-ball? Dude, that would be hilarious. I mean, would they ever get an out? You would have to make the field over 500, 500 feet. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, could you imagine? It's just 500, like, all the way around. Oh, dude. And change it from nine players. You'd probably have to make it 15 players out there. Yeah, you, yeah make it so they have four outfielders. Yeah. have 10 players out there. It'd be like, like Little League. It'd be insane. It would be insane. Man, that'd be crazy. I don't know. I'm I'm still up for the you know what? Like uh, 50, now, 50 plus. Maybe we should we should float to MLB that they need to do home run derby off a tee. That would be insane. Yeah, because you wouldn't have to worry about oh well, my my I didn't get to bring my pitching coach here to do the the BP or this guy got sick or whatever. You don't have to worry about any of that. You just have like some young kid. He just sets the baseball on the tee, and that way, like this young kid gets to be. Wearing like his favorite player's jersey, sitting there helping him win the world, the home run derby. Um, let's go ahead and get in touch with our people at MLB yeah, to go ahead and get this going. Right now, Fred Manfred and be like, "Hey man, uh, I got a cool idea, and I'm sure kids will love it." So, so what if you just did it with a pitching machine? Like, do you think it would be just as simple? Probably. Yeah, I mean, there'd be still chances that the the ball goes different directions. That'd be so awesome, though. Yeah, that would be really cool. And then, like afterwards, like the kid, so like if home run derby, so uh, whoever goes up there, and he the other kid goes up there, and he's putting the balls on the tee, and he's wearing this guy's jersey. And then after he's done, he takes the jersey off and he signs it. Dude, how badass of that! And then you have like. You'd have four kids. Like, I don't know how many rounds there are, but there'd be a kid for each round, right? And it would be a different kid. So that way they could rotate them in and they'd all get autographs depending on how far their person went. I'm, I'm wondering if that would make the game or the home run derby that much longer. Maybe because you would probably have more home runs. Right. 
But more home runs means more fans will love it, right? Absolutely. Could you imagine? Oh, uh, here goes. Uh, I can't. Here, here's Paul Goldschmidt. He's coming up, and he's got to hit 38 home runs to advance to the next round. Jeez. I, I think just like the M- NBA with the dunk contest, the home run derby is the only reason why people like the all-star game. Uh, so I like the all-star game. Do you really? Yeah, I like it. Oh. But the only thing that I, I – or the reason why I like it is I feel like MLB players are still going 100%. Well, back in the day, I mean, not too long ago, they used to have something to fight for during the All Star Game. In the World Series. Right, and they took that away. Like, yeah. what? But I still feel like MLB players are egotistical enough that the pitchers are like, "All right, it's your best stuff versus my best stuff. Let's see who wins." Right, because it doesn't matter. Right. Right. It's just a one-on-one competition. Um, I do wish that every inning there was a new pitcher. I think that would be cool. But yeah. it doesn't always work out like that. And then sometimes the managers try to do too much. F all that. I don't know. I I hate the NBA All-Star game. It's such a joke right now. It's It, it looks just like the NFL. It, Pro Bowl. It's, it's a joke. There's no defense. There, there's no defense. And I get they're out there having fun, which is cool for fans and stuff. But at the same time, it's like, what's the fucking point? Like, right. Because what's the normal score in the All Star game? It's like one seventy four to one seventy six. No defense at all. Yeah, like f all that. Oh, somebody did a cool dunk. Oh, but you weren't in the dunk contest because you didn't want to get hurt. You're stupid. Right. That's why you know. Same thing with the home run derby. Like if you're leading the league in home runs, you should be in the home run derby. And I think it should be automatic. You don't get a choice. Like that should be. I'm still on the fence with the choices part because. I, I'm I'm with you. I feel like yeah, it's for the fans, and you've but, been nominated by the fans, right? But what I'm saying is though, is that there are guys that are dealing with like certain injuries that they don't talk about. Not my problem. Well, it is your problem. Right? No, I voted for you. I want to see you dance, monkey. Yeah, that's not how. That works. <laughs> so, I feel like I would love the fans to be able to pick. Hey, this is who we want to see in the Homer Derby. This is who we want. Whatever. Who do you want to see this awesome. year? Right, that would be awesome. But I no, just, who do you want to see? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were just saying like just a pick. Yeah. Um, well, honestly, I want to see Aaron Judge and Jose Altuve. Oh, those are the only two that I want to see. They would fight immediately. I don't think they would fight, but it would be funny to see Altuve beat Judge. I think. I mean, he's probably going to be in it again, but Vlad Guerrero definitely want to see him in that. Yeah, I mean, you should want to see him. And Otani. Alonzo should be in there. Um, I, w- I want to see Otani in there. I, I, matter yeah, of fact. O- yeah, he should be in there. Tatis. Um, yeah, Fernando Tatis should be in there. What about uh, the Acuna, Acuna from, yeah. from Atlanta? He should yep. be in there. And uh, Matt Olson. I don't really like Matt Olson. That's I'm not a fan of his, probably. but. He's uh he's fourth on home runs right now. Yeah, I like the other guy, Canna, the guy that plays outfield for them. I like yeah. him better. You know what? Change that. I want to see the bottom person in the league right now with the lowest average that is an active player. Wants to see that. <laughs> that sounds terrible. It, it would be so horrible. I'm looking up home run leaders because I know there's some that I'm forgetting. <sighs> Excuse me. 
I mean, because, like, I don't want to see Stanton, Giancarlo Stanton, because all he's going to do is hurt himself. I really don't care to see Aaron Judge, only unless he is squared up against Jose Altuve. Um, who else is, like, a big masher guy? Um, it would be cool to have, like, brackets where you have rookies coming up, and you have, like, everyday starters, you have your all-stars, and then you have your, like, your aging players, you know? Yeah. I think that would be cool. Oh, what um, if you did old versus new? Like, right, what if you, like that's kind of where I was going, yeah. Like, if you cool. brought Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, even though he's not allowed in the league. Um, no, okay, I didn't mean that old. Yeah, I'm talking, like, bring out your old home run hitters and go against today's. No, I'm I'm thinking, um, just old guy like like Albert Pujols. You know he's going to retire. You know, like those type of guys. I don't know who else is in that category though. Um, I think Albert Pujols is like the only one, right? That's going to retire. Probably, I can't think of anybody else. What if you brought a uh, David Ortiz back out? Um. Well, I mean, I don't know. How did he heal after he got shot? Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'd be a little worried about that. Um, But, yeah, I'm looking at the home run leaders right now. So, Acuna, of course he's doing it because uh, he's on my fantasy team. My, My first place fantasy baseball team meaning that Ed's in the same league and I'm in first place and I'm kicking his ass. Um, J.D. Martinez is somebody we didn't think about. Why you got to bring up old shit, dude? You what? Why you got to bring up old shit? What's old shit? About you winning and whatnot. It's not old shit. It's like it's currently happening right now. Let's check the board. Who cares? Nobody. Uh, well, I know eight other people that probably care. Don't you can't bring your kids into this. <laughs> I'm you getting me confused with uh, Philip Rivers. There? <laughs> you think that, that dude can pull out of a driveway? Jesus Christ! That dude can't even pull a drawer out. Oh man, I can't even imagine. Uh, Torchlight hit a high of ten fifty four. Did it really? Yes. Oh my god! Yes. I stopped looking at it. Uh, just, I just I. Going through my tabs, I was moving towards our, another topic, and I saw that. Holy and, shit. Yeah, it's starting to come down a little bit, but you know what? I'm That's showing 1030, 1030 right now. Yeah, it's already dropped 20. It did. It was at 1088. Yeah. Holy cow. When did that happen? So we touched on it a little bit, and I'm always impressed with your uh, basketball knowledge whenever you have your input on it, but we got the NBA finals going or playoffs going oh, on right cool. now. Yeah. And um, the Atlanta Hawks surprised the world by beating the 76ers. Now, granted, it's a busted 76ers, but they won their series, advancing them to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, they won four out of four out of seven games. Okay. Um, the Suns beat the Clippers in the first game of the West Finals, which uh, a lot of people were putting the Suns. The Suns have been underdogs the entire postseason, coming in as the number two seed, but every team that they've played, it seems like they've been the underdogs. Yeah. Um, they beat the Lakers, which nobody expected. I did. 
but you know, who am I? Um, Brooklyn lost. Uh, that's to, where I was going to say that's I, my shocker there. I was super surprised by that. Brooklyn. Um, I mean, when a team that has Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Jim. Harden, yes, couldn't win a series with Blake Griffin and DeAndre yeah. Jordan and the the well, bench I mean, that they had. Like all those guys are basically role players at this point, but those other three are fucking superstars. But injury came and. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie Irving had an ankle injury. What Kevin Durant didn't play because of a, or no, maybe it was James Harden. James Harden didn't play because of a hamstring. A couple. Yeah, of games. James Harden had a leg injury. Um, I mean, but the last game, Game Seven, James Harden twenty nine nine and nine. Yeah. So like, that's a good game. But it, I mean, look, as far as I'm concerned, if you have LeBron James or you have Kevin Durant on your team and you don't make it to the finals, your season was a failure. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, mean, I think almost we're to the point now where we're going to realize that Kevin Durant is a better player than LeBron James. At this point, yeah. Um, well, I mean, clearly now, right, because LeBron James is in the twilight of his career. He's not in his prime anymore, but KD should be stepping up, and the way that he shoots, he should be averaging like 40 points a game. It's hard for him, though, man, because, I mean, he had that injury from a couple years ago that he's still recovering from. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, but, I'm just, I am shocked that Brooklyn got bounced. That's, I, that's crazy. To me. So we're, we're looking at now Milwaukee versus Atlanta and then the Clippers versus the Suns. So with the knowledge that you have, who do you think is going to make it to the finals? Well, it depends on uh, Chris Paul in the West. Mm-hmm. If Chris Paul is healthy – that kid is, I say kid, that man is hungry <laughs> enough that he wants to make it to the finals. He's going to sacrifice life and limb to get to the finals. He's never been there. This so, is true. And then the last time he had a shot with the Rockets and he hurt his hamstring in game, either the beginning of game five. And so he missed game six and game seven. They ended up losing, even though they had a lead in that series. They went all the way to game seven with Golden State. I remember watching that game. I was in New York City watching that game. And the Rockets were up. And then all of a sudden, the lack of defense from James Harden came into play. And then the Rockets just started crumbling. Like, I was pissed. And I I knew if Chris Paul was in that game, it would have been a complete different. It would have been completely different. Like, but these guys are pretty young in Phoenix and they listen to Chris Paul. He's got a lot of veteran experience. Obviously, a high NBA knowledge guy, NBA IQ guy. Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm picking, I'm picking Phoenix. But I mean, I, I'm with you. I, I'm rolling with the underdog. Like again, they're still underdogs to me in this because you're going against a Clipper team with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Now, granted, Kawhi Leonard was out this game, um, but I think he had some type of injury. I don't remember what it is, but he was out. Uh, if he comes in, it's Chris Paul is going to have to get off this COVID uh, crap, whatever they're trying to pull that's restricting him from playing. Um, it, it's going to be a very tight uh, series. I see it going to game seven. For sure. Um, I'm with you on that. Unless I, something catastrophic happens to the Clippers, I think it's going to be game, game seven for sure. Yep. Um, on the other side, I don't know what to think over there. I I'm very surprised with Atlanta. Atlanta going the way that they've been going has just been nothing short of phenomenal. Um, I mean, to me, Trey Young 
oh. is so good. Like, I don't know how you can't pull for him, you yeah. know? He he is scary good. Like, yeah. the, the performance he had against the Knicks was amazing. Uh, what he did against uh, the 76ers, that, that kid has nothing but heart, and we see where he wants to end up at. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just – I don't know. That, <clears throat> like, I don't know if Atlanta is good enough. Um. I don't know if their roster is deep enough, right? Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Can Trey Young hold up the performances that he's been doing? I mean, this guy, he's amazing, but I mean, he's only twenty-two. Yeah. Right. So there is, you know, that kind of going against him. But I mean, it seems like anytime he's on the big stage, he steps up, man. So uh, I mean, the last game he didn't have a very good shooting game, but. He still had 10 assists, so he was still trying to make it happen. Yeah. <clears throat> he was 5 of 23. He only had 21 points. But 10 assists, oh, so he's still running the ball. He's still doing what he's supposed to be doing. I mean. <clears throat> I, I think Milwaukee's too big for him. I, I think the, yeah, the size. Six one, yeah. The size game with Milwaukee um, is what's going to be the uh, deciding factor, I think. And I think Milwaukee's probably going to come out on this one. As much as I want to see Atlanta uh, go all the way, uh, I think Milwaukee's taking this one. Yeah, I mean, Milwaukee is pretty good. I mean, they've been they've been one of, like, basically the best team all season, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what they finished the regular season with, but I thought they were either one or two in, like, all overall record. So, um <laughs> I don't know. I, I think that's a very – It could honestly, it could be the first time that you have a game seven in both conference finals. That would be insane. So, maybe – I don't know if it's the first time because I'm not that big an NBA fan, but it does, I don't think I've ever heard of that. So, but so, it would be cool to see two game sevens. So, let's say it is Milwaukee and Phoenix in the finals. Who are you going for? Oh, so, I want to say Chris Paul. Yep. Only because he's never been there. He can win a ring, cap off his career, right off into the sunset. But the other part of me remembers how big a douchebag he was when he didn't play for our team. So, like, it'd be different if it was like Robert Ory, right? Robert Ory played most of his career for the Rockets and then went on and he won championships other places, right? Mm -hmm. Or like Sam Cassell. You know, if he would have went on to other places and won a championship, like, he would root for him. Right. But, like, Chris Paul, he's not an original – he wasn't drafted by the Rockets. He didn't grow up as a Rocket. He came here because he got traded. Yep. So, to me, it's not the same attachment. So, I don't know. It would be cool to see the Bucks win because I don't know if they've, they've won a championship in a long time. So I don't think cool. they've ever won one. I'm not sure. Um, I I want to see Phoenix win it, and it's not because of Chris Paul. It's mainly because of Devin Booker. Devin Booker is a stud. I think that kid is – if he stays there and they keep getting the the right coaching and the right players in their positions, they're, they're going to continue dominating the way and upsetting people. Um, yeah, Chris Paul getting one would be great. Also, I'm not a fan of Giannis. I can't stand Giannis for some reason. I don't look. think he is good as a player as everybody makes him out to be. And people are going, oh, well, look at his numbers. Okay, but does he deserve his MVP championships? No, I think there are other players that were playing that did better than he did 
that should have gotten it. Like I'm, I'm one of the few James Harden fans where I still think James Harden got shorted a lot of times on MVP and people want to bring up, Oh, well he draws a foul. Well, that's just like people in MLB with the spider tech. If, if you can find a way to get an advantage, it's going to happen. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, and yeah, if you're finding a way to score points when the clock has stopped, mm-hmm. that sounds like a smart play in, in the NBA. You know? Absolutely. If you're getting the call, you keep doing it. It's the same thing in the NFL. If you can throw your hands up and it makes it look like pass interference and it gets you the call, whether it's right or wrong, are you helping your team win? That's Absolutely. True. So you should be doing that. Oh. So, um, I looked up while, while you were talking, I looked up the NBA championship. So um, the Clippers have never won an NBA title. Correct. The Suns have never won an NBA title. And uh, Milwaukee won a title in 1971, and the Hawks won in 1958. So it's been a while for everyone involved. So either way, no matter who wins this season, it's going to end either a very long drought. Well, it's going to end a very long drought for everybody, but it's going to be the first one for somebody. Right. So, And then any, any person that's a fan of the Milwaukee Bucks, They've never had a championship in their lifetime. Almost, That's almost crazy. None. Right, and then certainly for the Atlanta Hawks, no one has ever in the, in their lifetime seen an Atlanta Hawks championship. Pretty well, crazy. I, this is pretty much the only time I really pay attention to basketball. I guess is around this time when the finals are coming, um, and then I just skim through the season to see how people did. Uh, just because the season's kind of boring to me lately, but this is an exciting time for basketball, especially with four young teams and all of them getting a shot. That and on top of that, it's not the Lakers or LeBron James right. in the finals, so I'm happy with this. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a bonus. I wonder if the ratings are hurting. Probably. You think? Yeah, I mean, that's always what you hear when it's small market teams that make the finals. That you always hear that ratings suffer. I mean. I don't know how ratings are measured. I, I know that when... Uh, By inches. Oh, wait, that's something else. I'm sorry. Uh, wow. Did you just switch over to your uh, your adult podcast over there? Yeah. You, you turned the wrong microphone on? Sorry. So, what, I don't even remember what I was saying now. How about, ratings uh, are measured. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know if they're still just ratings are measured like the standard way through tv like oh you have this tv on at this time and so we're going to count you as a viewer because there's so many streaming services there's so many ways to watch it like on youtube or or on amazon or all kinds of different ways i would imagine that these companies know how to register or know how to uh like track um viewership on those types of sites but I don't know. It seems like the ratings might be a little bit behind that because we're seeing it. It's weird to see a drop off in ratings, but to see an increase of streaming services provide sports. Mm -hmm. So the streaming services are only going to provide what makes them money. Yeah. Right. So if sports are not making the money, they're not going to stream them. So clearly there's a market to stream sports. So I don't know how that's going to work. That's going to have to go into like, all kinds of negotiations and you're going to be paying, you you might be paying ABC or ABC might be paying a lot less 
to run, you know, NFL games or uh, uh, NBA games or whatever. But that might be true, but you're going to get money from Hulu, right? Because yeah. Hulu has live sports now, right? That's what their commercial says. Or You're not you, being sponsored by them. Right. No, no, not at all. Or, you know, Amazon is going to run Thursday night football games, right? So they're trying to get Al Michaels to do the announcing for their Thursday night football games. So, I mean, that money's coming in too. And, you know, if you look at just your contract with ABC or your contract with CBS or Fox, <clears throat> right? Yeah, those numbers look like they've come down. And so, you know, people that are talking heads that are write, writing articles or whatever, they're saying, oh, look, the salary cap should come down. The TV ratings won't be the same and blah, blah, blah. But they're not even mentioning how much money they're getting in from other other networks and other streams. So it could be, it sounds like the death of sports, but in reality, I think the big networks are trying to report the death of sports because it actually, uh, it helps their, their image. All right. So who knows? If we, if two wannabe athletes talk sports, we're given the opportunity to, broadcast or be the announcers or commentators for any sport what would you want to do and what like would you want to do a monday night football or a sunday game or thursday night or world series i have have always wanted um to be the the commentator of like a poker game that'd be pretty fun right but i want to be like in the booth in like a secure area where I can see their whole cards. That's what I want. So like doing, sorry, I'm adjusting my mic. Um, kind of like being on the Twitch or the YouTube channel, which you see for some of our local poker clubs. Yeah, that would be awesome because <clears throat> like, I don't know. It, it would be exciting because you would be able to see, hey, I know this is about to happen. This is about to be some drama, right? Like in the NFL, you don't really know, right? Like you just watch Unless you're Tony Romo. Well, no, I mean, but yeah, we didn't, we're not on his level at all. So, um, but I feel like when you watch the NFL, you kind of have an idea like, oh, hey, this player got hurt. So watch, they're going to go after this guy, right? Yeah. Or like, oh, hey, they lined up in this formation, look for this play, right? Like, so we kind of have an idea of that. Or like when you're watching it, you can see it develop. But when you're watching a poker game, somebody gets pocket aces, somebody gets pocket kings, there's going to be some fireworks. That's a train wreck. You know that's going to happen. Or like somebody has pocket aces and somebody, like they raise and somebody called them with eight, eight, nine suited. And then the flop comes a certain way. You're like, oh man, here we go. It's about to be big. And so I would love to commentate on that. Plus, when you get into that realm of commentating, you can talk to other players who do yeah. it, or you can talk to other like pros and get their insight. And you can like, hey, in this location, in this spot, with this part of the table, and all this stuff going on, like, what would you have done? You know what I mean? Right. And to to gain that insight and that knowledge, I don't know. I think I'm just I'm to the point where I want that type of knowledge. I, I feel like that's the area of my poker game is lacking. So I feel like that would be a really cool experience to, to learn all that. As I agree with you on that, I think we would also succeed at being announcers for midget wrestling. I think, um, <laughs> I think okay. watching those, watching those little bastards throw each other around and us just commentating on that would be hilarious and fun at the same time. 
Yeah, it would be difficult to know all their names because I don't know. Like, Shorty make short short. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you know how rappers like nowadays, it's all like a little scrappy or like <laughs> whatever. Like what would they be like? <clears throat> like Tiny Tim, and then Tiny Mi- Tiny Joe and Mini like, Force. What? Mini Force. Mini. Okay, so yeah. Cause like, what if what if all their names were like the old school? Oh my god! I just thought of a cool idea. What if you remade American Gladiators, but it was the little person little person edition? I think that's a thing. Oh my god! How cool would that be? I've always said if I won, it'd be like it'd be like Junior Laser, right, or or whatever their fucking name. Junior Laser. Like, how cool would that be? I'd watch it. I'd commentate yeah, that. Like I'm, I'm wanting to look it up on YouTube right now. So would they shoot each other with like little Nerf guns instead of that big Gatling gun? <laughs> yeah, instead of shooting like tennis balls at them, they shoot like the little Kong, like little uh, dog treat bowls. or What are those things called? What? You know, like if you go to a PetSmart, they have tennis balls that are like for big dogs. Yes. And then they have tennis balls for like little dogs. So like would you launch like little tennis balls at them? Dude, I type in Midget American Gladiators, and the first thing that pops up is Cambodian Midget Fighting League. <laughs> that sounds like something that we need to watch. Can you bet on it? I'm, I've already proven to you. You can bet on anything. This is true. You did prove that. Oh, man. I, man, dude, we just come up with gold on here. I mean, come on. That would be amazing. I'm writing that one down. Yeah, they have that fucking, it's like an air cannon that launches those fucking tennis balls. God, but, the, would be so cool. but they're about that big. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's the balls I'm talking about. They're, they're called Kong balls. Cause that's like the brand, but it's like a tennis ball is like the size of a baseball. And these Kong balls, they're like the size of a ping pong ball. All right. <clears throat> it's been documented. All right. So yeah, we need to, we need to find somebody that can do that. I'm going to get my intern on that. If we can find that, we need to put it on TV, and we're going to stream it on Hulu, and we're going to make some money. I can't wait. Dude, I'm excited. That would be cool. Well, so what else we got to talk about? There's a college playoff shit. Oh, yeah. To to 12 teams. I'm all for it. I feel like that just means there's going to be more football on TV, so I'm kind of like all about it. I don't see any problem with it. Um, the only thing is, is that I want to, if they're going to do that, I want to go back to the computer. No. You want the committee? No, I don't even want the committee. I want it to where me personally, if you're a conference champion, you need to be automatically in. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. I'm with that. I think the, but I also think that if you're a conference champion from the the power five conferences, Mm -hmm. right? Because Let's be honest. If you're not in a Power Five conference, they're not going to select you anyway. So it's going to have to be those five, and then the next seven best teams, whoever they are. Right. But that's where I want the computer. I don't want the committee because I feel like the committee is going to just pick teams that travel well, that are close to the top, and they'll just say, "Well, the eye test makes them better than this team." F all that. I want to use the computer formula. Did they even come? <clears throat> Excuse oh. me. Did they even come out with information on it? Did, is it happening? Or I, I don't think looked. it's going to happen. No. I think it's going to have to take a lot of money changing hands for that to actually happen. 
uh, CFP's 12 team plan moves ahead to the next phase. Oh, man. Yep. So there you go. It's going to have to be whatever, whatever makes them the most money. That's so what it's going to be. Something that right now. Something this week should come out on it. We're, what's the day? Monday? Yep. Uh, something this week should come out on it. Okay. <clears throat> I, I'm all for it. I like more football. I like the fact that you're giving more teams a chance. We're not seeing the same four teams every year. Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, and fill in your choice of – Yeah, say some variation of, of – uh, Notre Dame or – Notre Dame or Oklahoma. Right. Like so, to <laughs> me, I – I like the fact that there's a chance of an upset team coming in and beating Alabama or Clemson or Ohio State. Um, I I think that's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, I like the idea of, of more teams. It feels more like the NFL playoffs, which I like. Um, I just – I don't want to hear – so, like, right now we already hear, uh, well, you're only picking the four best teams, but – I have an argument for Team 5, and I have an argument for Team 6, and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to hear that. Right. That's the one thing I want to avoid. I don't want to hear, well, we're 13th, but we're better than the 12th team. Or we're 16th, but we're better than this team. I don't want to hear any of that. Yeah. If you go to 12, 12 should be it. There should be no more than 12 teams. No. Um, I, uh, a lot of people argue, well, 18 would be plenty. I'm kind of okay with that, but again, more football, more exposure. Um, You get to see more players, in my opinion, on a national stage to where it it boosts their their draft ratings. It boosts fan bases. um, It helps introduce teams that you probably wouldn't watch on a regular and be like, oh, shit, you know, I like their coaching style. I I like this player from there. You know, I'm going to start looking into this more. Um, Well, and honestly, it – <clears throat> did that for me was how uh, it used to be Division Two. What is it called now for Sam Houston State and all that stuff? Uh, the FCS. Yeah, so the FCS delaying their season to the spring was great. Oh, dude, I I loved just flipping through the channels one day and I saw McNeese State playing football in like February. Yeah. I'm like, well, what the hell is going on it was here? So awesome. Um, the change in having. Like, you had your college football and you had your pro football, and then all that's over with, and then here comes more football. Yep. Dude, I loved that. So, and they do, well, they do a 16-team tournament, right? I believe so. So, I mean, they're able to do it. They're able to make it work. So, 12 teams for, you know, the most the most rich conference in college sports, they should definitely be able to make a 12-team playoff. So. Yep. Is it a conference or is it? What's that? The the championship series or whatever, like the top the top one. Is it not because like conference is like SEC. SEC. That's not what I mean. Are I you mean talking like the whole, for the FCS? Yeah. What is it called? It's FCS, and then what's the other one? FCS is uh, the Division One AA. Well, yeah. What's the top one? The FBS. FBS. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like if FCS can do it, the FBS can do it also. Not – I didn't mean like that. I just mean like the entire – I got you. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, they're uh, – let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, they do a 16-team playoff uh, series in the FCS. 
Well, that's what I thought. I wasn't 100% sure, but that's what I thought. Which but, we need to remind everybody, our Sam Houston State Bearcats won this season, if anybody cared. You know, national, national championships. National champions. Um, I keep forgetting. i got to order my shirt. Yeah. They're expensive. They are, dude. But championship shirt. When's the last time you got to order one of those? Never. Never. Yeah. I think the Astros were the last one I ordered. Yeah. Oh. But that's good stuff, man. Yeah, the uh, the team that we've – well, I've never seen live, but when we went to school there. Yep. They won a national championship. Pretty bad out. Yep. Uh, how's the uh, old torchlight doing? I looked away at it. Oh. It's it, falling a little bit. Yeah. Um, 9.17. Yeah. So if we would have sold it at 10.50 and bought it now, we probably would have made a little bit more money, but what are you going to do? You can never know. I ain't selling shit to the fucking moon. Yeah, let's just ride it out, man. Well, dude, I'm pretty pleased with this episode. Let's. Yeah, not too bad. Kind of a <clears throat> thrown together little rundown there, but just great to get back in the saddle, man. Dude, this internet yep. and and computer and hard drive, kids and just like literal shit is awful, man. Yeah, we want to thank all y'all for joining us again and thank y'all for reaching out to us and being concerned, really. That's what it seemed like to me is like, hey, are y'all okay? Did y'all break up? We're not a boy band, first off. Um, There's no bye-bye-bye here. Um, We may dress. I'm I'm not stepping away to do a solo career. Ed's not signing with another band. No. It's just us. It's us for life. Yeah. To the moon, bitch. To the fucking moon. Um, So... But yeah, I mean, I got a, a lot of texts, you know, a lot of people reaching out to me in person. Hey, man, well, you know, we listened to the last episode and we hadn't heard from you guys missing our fix, man. So thank you I, for reaching out and hopefully we get some uh, some loyal fans. We Like we said, we always have a couple of things in the in the works to pick up some more that. loyal fans. And, you know, the more fans that we get, the more likes that we get, the more, you know, giveaways that we can do. Um, we still have to give away the other two. We I want to record them on TikTok so we can put our put our fans out there on TikTok so that way, you know, basically you guys don't know that it's just you guys alone. There are right. real people that are our fans, and uh, yeah, I mean we're 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 like we said we're we're a hobby podcast. We're doing it to have fun, but you know if we can make a little bit of money and expand and 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 get some better equipment, we can put out a better product for you guys. Absolutely. And, you know, that's our goal, man. The goal is to make ourselves happy, but to make you guys happy at the same time. It's like a circle jerk, you know? The next time you're at your swingers club and uh, you hook up, you and the wife hook up with a new new couple, go ahead and mention us. You know, don't forget about us. Hey, while you're clapping them cheeks, go ahead and tell them about two wannabe athletes talk sports. Yeah, yeah. After you, uh, you've both, you both reached the pinnacle together, then you can just go ahead and reach on over to your Alexa device. Tell her to play two one of the athletes talk sports podcast and sit there and listen to us while you're smoking an afterglow cigarette there. You know what? Just play it during the uh the playtime. Just yeah. Have it in the I'm background. That too. I, I feel like our voices would help the moment. Yeah, I mean, we would definitely compliment an ass cheek soundtrack. Don't put it on the TV though. Our faces would ruin the whole experience. I mean, I mean, yeah, that would probably be be bad. Maybe, maybe not ideal, 
but our voices <clears throat> definitely wouldn't ruin the mood. Actually, no. we might say something funny. It, it maybe it helps out. I don't know. Then mm-hmm. then it becomes you have to use us during sex. Maybe you hit That's a new spot. Yeah, I don't. You're, know. you're welcome maybe in advance. It's a little freaky. Maybe we'll talk about something and you'll try it right there on the spot. And then hit us up on social media and be like, "Thank you." Yeah, I mean, hey, we're always trying to give you pointers or pinkies, whichever one you want. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate y'all joining for joining us for another episode of Two Want to Be Athletes Talk Sports. I'm Ed. I'm Zach, and we'll see you next time, asshole.